Hello, everybody. Welcome back to Beer and Money. I am Ryan Burklow. And I'm Alex Collins. And on today's episode, we're going to talk about a concept slash practice uh, that we actually coach and teach with our clients. And it's around what we call a wealth building account. But before we get to that, let's jump into what beer we're drinking today, right? Yeah, so we are trying a different beer. If you've been listening to us for any amount of time, we tend to drink a lot of IPAs, and that's probably more my fault than Alex's fault. Oh, no, I love a good IPA, and we live in the Northwest, home of the Northwest IPA. But today, we're drinking, I don't know, what I would call a classic summer beer on the boat type of uh, feeling, and it's it's a soul, right? It's, it's a Mexican lager. Um, it's, uh, the brewery Cerveza Soul Imports. It, the alcohol content's four and a half, right? So it's kind of like drinking your, your Coors Lights, your Budweiser's out there, but, uh. No, no, it's not. <laughs> I was going to say, but tastes better. <laughs> Low IBUs. Uh, I don't know. I love the, the Mexican beers with the lime in it. It's just that refreshing taste that just. Yeah. We're recording. Me, relaxes this- me. We're recording this one in the middle of, of July. It's been warm for the last uh, week or two. Uh, we had some record temperatures not that long ago. Thought we'd bust out just the, uh, the the typical, just good summer beer. So many of you have probably had it. And if you haven't, go try it out. But it's it's definitely one of those beers to kind of sit on your boat or even on your back porch on a hot, hot day and just relax. So. Try it out. Let's jump into the topic at hand here, Alex. So wealth building account, you know, that is going to confuse some people. So why don't we, <laughs> let's, let's go into where it came from and the purpose of it. So once you kind of jump us off here with where did this come from? Sure. So the, the concept behind this really came out of us realizing and being aware that someone's bank accounts, checking and savings and whatnot, are almost completely misnomers. Like a savings account is not a place that you build wealth in any way, shape, or form. And so we created this concept, or we're involved in the group that created this concept, called wealth building or wealth coordination account. And the idea and concept was that it is a foreign concept to most people, that we wanted to switch how people were thinking about their money and the way in which they go ahead and access it. Well, that's the key point there. It's, it's, an ac- it's the access point, right? If you think about a traditional American paycheck to lifestyle, like what order of operations that normally occurs, someone will get a paycheck it enters their checking account, typically direct deposit. Maybe that person has set up some automatic savings where it it takes X amount of dollars and pushes some over to savings accounts. And if they're really, really good, they actually might truly save that money (laughs) rather than (laughs) spend it on vacations or whatnot. And then, and then it enters our lifestyle, right? So we're, we're, we're buying groceries, we're, we're paying, we're paying our mortgages, right? That it enters that expense aspect and, and, the daily living. Yeah. The, the sauce of life. 
And what we thought about was, well, the reason that 401ks do well for people is it comes directly out of your paycheck. It never enters your checking account. So it's out of sight, out of mind. It's systematic, it's automatic, and it happens without you thinking about it. So we were like, okay, how do we build this and build an account where the whole purpose of it is, is to build wealth and to purchase assets? Yeah, exactly. So there's a couple different concepts or ways to go ahead and implement this. The first is instead of having your paycheck direct deposited into your checking account, have your paycheck direct deposited into another account and have a specific dollar amount transferred into your checking account. Because what happens with dollars that are in your checking account, Ryan? We spend them. What happens if you move dollars to savings? What happens with those dollars? I think a lot of us still spend them. Right. It's it's maybe slightly delayed. We 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 are saving in order to spend them on vacation or on a purchase. We but we have mentally already allocated those dollars towards some sort of spending habit. Yep. And so the thought process there is by doing it in that order, we are intentionally saving whatever the rest is. And the goal is just to create good habits, right? You still have access to the funds that none of them are locked away or anything of that nature. You still have complete control over it. It's more of a mental switch of, okay, well, I've said I'm going to spend this much. Can I actually stick to that budget? Yes, no, maybe. And that's just it. It's, it's, you know, myself included, when I first looked at this, you know, I'm I'm a control freak. I know shocker for those of you who are listening, you who've been listening for a while. But the the issue for me was while I'm a consistent saver, I still wanted the control of there's going to be some months that I gonna I'm gonna want more money because that is the month that I go on vacation, or that is the month that I spend five thousand dollars on a brand new television set in the media room right like there's going to be different things that occur but what i noticed when we set this up was you end up capturing a bunch of extra dollars that we're just getting lost in the sauce of life right as our income goes up well it's so easy to spend that extra money even because we're excited about our income going up well, how quickly do we spend that money? Oh, you know what? I just got that bonus. So yeah, I'm going to go out to that steakhouse <laughs> as opposed to, you know, McDonald's. I'm, I'm, I'm making I, stuff up here. So no, as Americans, we're all goldfish, right? Like we will spend money as much as we have. And so one of this, one of this, the concepts behind this is to trick ourselves into spending on saving. I mean, that's, I, I'm, I am a spender. My, my wife, thankfully, is a saver. She's part of the small portion of our population that intentionally saves and really, really wants to save. The rest of us are all spenders. We just want to spend money. And so I have intentionally tricked my mind into spending on saving. And so this concept helped me a ton in terms of how we go about doing it, how we go about actually saving 15 to 20% of our our income on a regular basis. And to your point, Ryan, 
like for those folks that are worried and and about locking up the money or not having access to it you're still in control of the account it's 100% liquid until you do something else with it but the basic idea and concept is that every dollar that goes into this wealth coordination wealth building account however we want to describe it the net dollars that are there are to, are to be used to buy assets and if we sell something that is an asset Instead of putting those dollars in our checking account, those dollars go into our wealth coordination account because they're going to be used to buy more assets. And when we talk about an asset, we have a very, very, very specific definition of what an asset is, and it is something that gains value over time, and we could sell without impacting our lifestyle at all. Essentially, it is the only utility that that has is the utility of building wealth. Yeah, so let, let's dive into the, the how-tos here, right? So those of you who are hearing this, like, okay, this sounds great, so how do we set this up? You know, Alex and I, when we're working with our clients, we, we set up an individual account where we're able to, to help this, help them set up an account that's out of sight, out of mind, like Alex just said. For those of you who are, you know, kind of do-it-yourselfers, our suggestion is go set up an account that is away from your normal banking institution, right? So if you bank at Bank of America, you wouldn't set up another account at Bank of America. You'd want to go set this account up elsewhere because that would become out of sight, out of mind. You're already used to logging into B of A, right? So you want to make sure that that, that habit doesn't continue because then this, it'll change the dynamic of how you feel about this account. A hundred percent. And that they're like you mentioned banking institution it doesn't have to be a banking institution. There, there's really kind of two main styles of accounts that, that we see get set up for this purpose. The first is a checking account. Again, liquid, easy accessibility. You can write a check. You can you know set up a, an electronic funds transfer to just simply move the funds. The other type of account that can get set up is a brokerage account where, again, you can buy assets directly in the brokerage account, whatever asset you want, whether it's a mutual fund, an ETF, a stock, a bond, uh, an annuity, whatever else you want to buy in that, that uh, brokerage account, or you can set it up as a place to send dollars from via electronic funds transfer. You can oftentimes set up check writing ability with these types of accounts. It really just depends on what your goal is and what you're trying to accomplish with it. But the fact remains the same both styles of account are one liquid. There are no strings tied to it. You don't have to keep funds there that like you can withdraw all the dollars tomorrow. No problems, no questions asked. And two, it's easy to shift funds to another location. Yeah. So step one, open up this account, right? Step two, right? You need to have this transition period because you will want to notify your employer or whoever that you're that's managing the payroll, that all of your, your income paychecks are to be deposited now in this secondary account, right? So then once you do that, now you're going to want to have, right, a specific a dollar amount, like look at what you have sitting in checking and savings account. There might be a month or two, uh, a month lag in terms of this transition. So make sure that you, you set up enough funds in, in that checking, that expense account that you're currently using. And then 
once you have it set up with the account set up and you have the employer notified, then you can then say, okay, if my normal monthly expense is $10,000 and you get paid biweekly, right? Or twice a month, however you want to look at it. You would then take, okay, so every two weeks, every time I get a paycheck, I want $5,000 to get deposited in my normal checking account that I've been using. That leaves the other account that you just set up, whatever the extra dollars is, is, is sitting there and it's out of sight, out of mind, right? So it's just like your 401k at work where you just made a deposit and you didn't even think about it, but you still got the five grand that you're used to spending on that Ab- bi-weekly absolutely. basis. This, this helps in terms of intentionally uh, saving bonuses. It helped if you're paid every two weeks, the months where you wind up with two extra paychecks, 100% of that extra paycheck gets saved in this account because it's out of sight, out of mind. And then you can ha- sit down and have an intentional decision on what you want to do with that those extra dollars. And maybe it winds up being something where you know you use it to, to do something special for uh, the family or for yourself or whatever else, whether that's a trip, a vacation, um, Christmas, birthdays, whatever else it is, you, you need to celebrate. But at the same time, we also have to have some tools in our toolbox to help us intentionally and systematically save. So those are the steps. That's what the wealth building account is all about. It's all about helping you, essentially helping you keep up with the sauce of life in terms of expenses and keeping up with your savings goals and having it be that out of sight, out of mind, out of mind aspect. So uh, that takes us to the question of the day, Mr. Collins. Thanks for throwing me under the bus here, buddy. <laughs> we, we have not discussed this. So uh, for a question of the day, Let's ask the question of what what is what trick or what tool do you use for yourself to systematically save? And if you're not currently using some sort of method for systematically saving, is the wealth building account a possibility for you? So make sure to head over to beerandmoney.net. And at the bottom of that page, there's a spot for you to reach out to us, engage with us. As we mentioned earlier in this on this podcast, we help our clients set up these different style of accounts, right? So if you have any questions or if you want uh, more engagement from us from a, on a personal level, feel free you to, to talk reach through out. how it works or if it's right for you. Yep. Feel free to reach out to us. There's even a spot for you to book time on our calendar. So uh, let us know how we can help. As always, we hope this episode was valuable for you and Mr. Collins. Cheers. This podcast is for informational purposes only and is not to be construed as tax, legal, or investment advice. Although the information has been gathered from sources believed to be reliable, please note that individual situations can vary. Therefore, the information should be relied upon only when coordinated with individual professional advice. Guest speakers and their firms are not affiliated with or endorsed by Park Avenue Securities Guardian or quantified financial partners and opinions stated are their own. Guardian, its subsidiaries, agents, and employees do not provide tax, legal, or accounting advice. Consult your tax, legal, or accounting professional regarding your individual situation. All investments and investment strategies contain risk and may lose value. 
Brian and Alex are registered representatives and financial advisors of Park Avenue Securities, LLC. OSJ333 North Indian Hill Boulevard, Claremont, California 91711. Telephone 909-399-1100. Securities products and advisory services offered through Park Avenue Securities member FINRA SIPC. Financial representatives of the Guardian Life Insurance Company of America, Guardian, New York, New York. Park Avenue Securities is a wholly owned subsidiary of Guardian. Quantified Financial Partners is not an affiliate or subsidiary of Park Avenue Securities or Guardian. Brian Burkle Air Insurance License Number 15319412. CA Insurance License Number 0K24924. Alexander Collins Air Insurance License Number 7264699. CA Insurance License Number 0H24806. Pinpoint number 2021-123-978, expiration July 2023.